Hello everyone, welcome to the In The Clear NRL podcast as we head into round 25 of the NRL season. I'm Connor Hickey and as always we have Paul Roberts and Chris Bullos. G'day fellas. Hey guys. Um, so just before we get stuck in, this podcast is made by Australian Community Media, which is a division of Fairfax Media. Uh, and so we're going to talk a couple of things today, crowds, um, the Gold Coast Titans, um, saga and really the, the third topic is also to do with the Gold Coast Titans and Kevy Walters apparently putting his hand up so guys uh, why don't we talk about the, the Titans first um, Hayne won well, the, you know the, the club said that, that um, you know it wasn't to do with that but I mean Hayne won Henry nil is it yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> what you I, I was thinking one is in W-O-N right. but oh. um, uh, you know the, cl- the, look, the club said that you know it's got nothing to do with it but every newspaper report that you could read is um, says to the otherwise. So I'm I'm inclined to believe people in our profession um, over the NRL clubs, which are usually in default mode. If there's nothing to see here, please move along. Um, but I, you know, I, I feel a bit sorry for Neil Henry. But I mean, you know, they, they had a, the, the Titans had a good year last year. I thought they were going to go really well this year, and they just have, haven't haven't done anything this year. And perhaps a little bit harsh on Henry, um, but you know. At the end of the day, he's paid to get wins, and they weren't winning. So, yeah, who'd want to be an NRL coach? And that's—I don't know—I don't understand why Kevin Walters has put his hand up to, to leave his uh, sweet gig as a Fox Sports yeah, guy, Queensland yeah. coach, to put your hand into coach a Titans. You're never going to lose a game of footy again, probably coaching yeah. Queensland. And yeah, you, you know, you, I guess it comes down to your drive, and you, you want to be an NRL coach. Yeah. I think it's, there's only 16 going around, and. If you can make, there's only a few that can say they've stood the test of time. And it's a, I guess, it's a, I guess, in many Kevin Malta shoes, you can say he can have a go, and if he doesn't make it, he can always got, he's got things to fall back on. But I guess it's the only thing because it, it's, it's logically, it's, a, it's, it's a, the move just seems crazy to leave the Queensland job and commentate to go take on the Titans. But so his comment was to actually give up coaching Queensland. Yeah, well, Queensland, right. yeah. So that's the thing. He's going to give up Queensland, gives up his you know, commentator. You, you can't do anything but coach an NRL team, especially on the Gold Coast. So he will, you know, I'd love to see him go there, be successful in Gold Coast. But yeah, we need a team on the Gold Coast. But paint a picture, guys. Yeah. Round twelve next year, Titans three and eight. Um, <laughs> be three fa- and nine though. Just for- <laughs> well, well, no, no, they're playing in round twelve. So Fatty Haynes having another dreadful game. Um, the 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 cameras pan to Kev in in the box. Um, what do you what do you, what are they going to see? A, a bloke, a middle aged fatty himself tearing out his hair. Nothing against go, fat people. Go but, easy on Kev. He's yeah, right. he is a good man, but but is he making the 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 wrong decision? And how far have we gone in that? Or is it just pie in the sky at the moment? Because I cannot believe, as you say, he's going to turn his back on. Um, well, endangering the Queensland job and also endangering, you know, his his gig at Fox Sport. He he can't do all three, surely. Maybe he's uh, maybe he got a bit fed up with all the media speculation about you know, the well, going to the NRL yeah. club won't be any different. You know, he's going to have speculation all over. I think it's it's diabolical from Kevin Walters to, be, to even consider at this stage. I don't, I don't know. yeah, I, I don't know that. It seems like there's there's three teams up in Queensland. Two of which you'd want to coach, one you wouldn't, and the Titans is the one you wouldn't want to coach. I yeah, don't know there why is... you wouldn't just hang out to until Bennett or um. Or Paul yeah, Brown I assume he wants to coach on. Brisbane long term. But you look at Gold Coast team. You take out Hayne. Yeah, they got they got they got they got a young halfback who's you know potential you know superstar in the making. You know they got some good forwards. Yeah, and they've got some you know they they've got Brisbane's you know 
Jared Wallace and Jai Arrow coming next year. You know, they've got a few young pieces there that, you know, it's the, there's upside to the team, but whether you'd want to put they yourself... They also had a horror run with injuries, both last injuries, year and this year. And I assume like they've got billions. money to spend because they have lost a fair few players. So, I, um, you know, there is upside to the Titans, but whether you'd want to take that risk, you know, for me, I say no, but... Yeah, who knows? I don't know. They talked about Hank giving Hank some more responsibility. I don't. I don't know how you're going to unlock Jared Hain. You know, in his whole inaugural career, he's had two really good seasons out of I think he's played maybe ten. You know, that year in 2009 and the year before he left, he had you know unbelievable years. In between, he was just average. He's had another average year this year. Whether he can come back, who knows? Hain likes to fire people, so who knows? He might have come back next year and. Brain it. If he brains at the back and they got with he links up with Ash Taylor, could be a masterstroke. But yeah, I don't J- know. I can't Jared, see Jared Hayne and Brain just in the same sentence. Yeah, just yeah. Um, you know, and it probably is leading to my. And I'm happy to stay on this point. But Jared Hayne mixing with his old teammates on on the weekend that they're playing. It's pretty bad. The, I mean, yeah, the, did anybody believe he the, had an ankle injury? The perception injury? of that. Does he not understand? how that is perceived in in the community of rugby league it's just dumb and he, you know it, it's it's fine that he's a specimen and all this and when he's on he's he's a great player but he needs to be more than that and to even suggest that he's going to be a a, a captain of any team you are kidding me oh he was terrible as captain yeah he, he what he needs you need to unlock Jared Hayne how are you going to get his talent he's a good footballer let's put it this he's a good he's a good footballer when he's on but you know, he looks unfit to me still. To me, he looks yeah. like he's carrying yeah. weight. To me, I don't know how he, he just looks. And that comes back to, as I said, he, I don't think yeah, there was talks about he doesn't train in the off-season, that sort of thing. To me, he just looks like he needs a really good pre-season, which I thought he'd get last year and come out this year because at the end of last year, he looked slow and unfit. And I thought he'd get a really good pre-season, hit the ground running this year. It just didn't happen. There, so. was some, um, there was some, I can't remember if it was a photo or, or some video of, of him getting in the pool for a recovery session and... Ryan James, who I don't know what they, they weigh, but I'd imagine Ryan James is a good 10 to 20 kilos heavier than, than Hayne. He looked fitter than Hayne. And look, I know you can't, you know, everybody's body's a bit different and, and maybe Hayne just retains fat or whatever. You know, like, <laughs> look, you know, everyone's got to, you know, look, if you look at me, I've got a massive ass, you know, like, <laughs> even though I'm really tall. And like, even though I'm really tall, a lot of pe- I used to be quite a lot heavier than I am now. And people sort of say, oh, it's, I'm surprised to hear you've lost weight, you know, because people just look different when they, um, so you know, look, it's it's unfair to just judge him like that. But having said that, it did look like Ryan James was. I've worked it out. Yeah, I've worked it out. Here it is. Mm. I know the answer. He is taking his fat wallet onto the field and shoving it down his pants. Yeah, and he can't. And he's just dragging that one point two million around. It's hard. Yeah, well, the funny thing. Andrew Webster writing in the SMH this week said, um, you know, basically the the decision because the NRL owns the Titans at the moment, the decision came down to. Neil Henry cost about four hundred thousand dollars a season, and if you wanted to get rid of Jared Hayne for next season, it was going to cost one point two million. So, which one are you going to decide? I like how you used Hayne as a verb as well. You've been Hayned, yeah. So it's a new thing. That's, yeah, but yeah, yeah, I think that's. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. I think I, I just I'll jump in and the next you know the, the crowd para Titans on Thursday night. And oh, it's we're a talking about crowds. As well, yeah, I understand that. But then you back it up on the Friday with South's Warriors, and then you back it up on Sunday with Manly. Manly um, Canterbury all three games they had the stadium all attracted less than 10,000 I'd say two of them attracted less than 5,000 something's got to be done I don't know something's got to be done I don't, I don't, something's got to be done with the ANZ scheduling because you can't have three games the one venue you know, especially that Thursday Friday I didn't understand that th- you had a game on Thursday night game on Friday night both mediocre games at best 
put them at least put them together. At least have some sort of attraction. No one's going to go to no one's going to go to those games. You know, if it's just one game, you know, they. they I think they posted, I think six and eight thousand. Yeah, you might have got twenty if you put them both together. Yeah, the the tenants have been talking about double headers for next year. So some of those teams of which you speak, um, they're talking about having double headers, which you know it saves on costs for for um, many things at the stadium. You know, it, it'll bring in maybe ten or fifteen thousand more. They might get thirty thousand to a double header, but still, is that enough? You know, it still gets back to that old question. Like, worst crowds in 15 years. Yeah. You know, it, it, I think it's well, also a, a lot. There's a like, problem here. Also, just make the point that a couple of the more popular teams in the NRL this year, the Rabbitohs in particular, are, I think they have the most members, maybe with the exception of Brisbane, um, the Doggies and the Tigers, they're all going bad. You know, it's and it's who, who wants to turn up and watch the Tigers run in second last place? You know, like, with all. Uh, same with the, you know, where are the rabbits? Probably like third last on the ladder. Dogs maybe a little bit higher since they beat Manly on the weekend. You know, they're basically all, all three of those very popular Sydney teams aren't doing so well. Um, and you know, it's, are there it's, too many teams in Sydney? Well, so you, oh, absolutely. But I mean, you yeah, know, what, like if, to, yeah. if you're a passionate doggy supporter, why would you go kind of watch, you know, um, Parramatta play the Titans? You know. Just because the game's on a Thursday, everyone knows that the Thursday night schedule isn't good for, for crowds. It's just not. It's it's on an eight o'clock at night. Finishes at ten, particularly A and Z. You know, I, I'm not. I've never been to Brisbane, so I don't know what it's like to get to a, a game there. But A and Z Stadium's a nightmare to get to and from anywhere, unless you know, unless you kind of live right next to it. It takes ages to get there. But you know, I, there's there's a whole bunch of reasons. But that's but why I think, you, I think that's, you don't. That's why you don't see. So especially at this back end of the season, I talked about last week. Clubs need to have things in place to get people to the grounds. Because if you're coming 12th to 16th and you can't make the finals, how are you going to attract people to the crowd? And the way you do that, you, you've got to double headers. I don't know. You, you need to. There's got to be some sort of yeah. you know, thought. These guys do this for a living. You know, the clubs aren't just you know they're little businesses. They're big businesses. And they need to work out a way well, to get people to. That's because obviously it is built for TV. Everything's built for TV. Well, and that's, that's part of the problem. But yeah. there needs to be. I don't know. There, there, there's something there because I think people want to go to the games, but they, they're not just you know in the middle of winter you can't get people the ground we're not big enough for this but i've been watching a bit of super league the bottom four teams at this time of the year play the top four teams of the premier league coming through the the league underneath them in a knockout system to see who's going to stay in the top league now much like the much like the english premier league and the and the top three and the bottom three all all do dipsy doodles but we you know, unfortunately, we're not big enough to have that, but that maintains the interest. And there's a wild card. The or so there's a wild yeah. card yep. system. The yeah. clubs would never yeah. go for that. Can you imagine? Oh, one absolutely. Of the, can you imagine the Roosters maybe running in second last place and having a fight for relegation? Like, well, Nick, well, Nick it puts some interest into those that. games. Well, you'd want to. You, if you're a fan, you want to go to the game and say, "Listen, yeah. we don't want to go to relegation. Yeah, we're playing. Yeah, probably. Absolutely. But the club, the clubs will never. Have, I mean, there's yeah. Look, I, I don't really know the power structure of the NRL in terms of who holds the most, but it seems to me that the clubs in particular hold the most power and then probably the broadcasters second, particularly Channel 9. And there's, look, I, I don't really have a problem with Channel 9 holding having say over what happens with the game because obviously they've got a lot of money riding on it as well and it's good to have, you know, free-to-air t- TV and, and, you know, they the, the NRL enables them to have a good news service and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I, it, I honestly, I think the um, 
Channel 9 in particular has probably got a little bit too much power. They've got far too much control over the, the schedule. Um, and, you know, you just look at some of the games that have been... We've talked about this for a few weeks. You look at the, some of the games that are scheduled. I mean, Parramatta Titans, like, who wants to watch that game? Parramatta's not a great team to watch. I know they've got a lot of fans, but playing the Titans... But they're in finals contention. That's a thing. Like, Parramatta's in finals contention. If you're a Parramatta fan who hasn't been in finals care. since... So if you haven't been to a final, they haven't been since 2009. So that's been yeah, seven true. years. So if you, they got 6,000 people that game on Thursday night, then, you know, I don't... If Parramatta can't attract people to a game where they should win in a, in a year where they're going to make the semis, potentially top four, you know, something's wrong. Something's wrong. Like, if you Wonderful. can't... It's, it's terrible. Wonderful. So, guys, can I just redirect it to my main, oh, I don't yeah. know, gripe of the week? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to be positive, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, let me ask you this question. Um... If, if you were to see, say, Cristiano Ronaldo, LeBron James, Tom Brady on TV, how do they dress? Tom Brady always dresses smart. I'm a big fan of his dress style. Especially in the post-bats. Well, they, they earn a lot of money and they, yep. dress, like they, they, got, they dress like they earn a yep, lot of money. They've got a bit too much bling for me, some of them, LeBron oh, and those guys, yeah. but they dress well. Um, the players' union meeting about their uh, new deal the other, the other day, how did they dress? Well, yeah, allegedly not very well. I, I only saw one photo, but yeah, it wasn't uh, wasn't spectacular. Uh, guys, you've got to dress for success. This isn't about, um, you know, um, Chris, you were saying before, at least come with your, your club uniform, your polo shirt or whatever, but you don't dress. Uh, fair dinkum, they look like they were going out down to, to Westfields for a... For an ice cream cone type of dress. Oh, perhaps just, out on the town. It, so. uh, perhaps out on the town. Now, I'm not a prude, but it, it's about perception. Success of this game is about perception. Getting the, getting the, you know, those bums on the seats is about getting them on board. And to see these players, you know, they, those, you know, people earning, you know, those out there earning, making, making hard Hard yards to make ends meet for their families are looking at these guys and all they're doing is dressing like bums and, and saying they're, and, not, and not, saying they're not earning enough yeah. and it's not a good perception. Yes, they deserve all the money they can get. I have no problem with that, but at least respect those who try to respect them yeah. and it's not being carried forward in the community. They are not terribly bright if they're going to do that to their communities and their supporters. Yeah, well, it's just one of those things, you know, like NRL players, they're obviously professional footballers now, but the NRL, I've said this a few times in the past, the NRL's caught in this weird um, thing where in the 80s and, you know, before that, it was obviously a community game and now it's transferring to a business, but it's it's sort of caught in that middle part of the transition. Whereas you, you look at the, you mentioned the NFL, they all, all the players wear suits. When they go on a, it's actually my... my my team is the Atlanta Falcons, and you know every every time they get on a plane to, to go play in another city, they post about fifty shots of all the players, even like the guys that could get cut tomorrow. <laughs> they're all wearing suits, and now some of them, you know, are, are a bit more reserved than others. Quite a lot of the players have quite outlandish suits, um, you might say, but they're all wearing suits. You know, they're all because the perception is, you know, they're professionals. They're going to do a professional job. If one of us turned up to a job interview, not wearing a suit, and you know, wearing some of the clothes that those players are wearing almost certainly get laughed out the door. Now, you know, there's not that they were... I'm sure they didn't mean to, to do that, and they probably just thought, you know, like... I don't know what they, but, they thought, but, but you know, they're, they're not... I know that there was no malicious intention with it, but, but it's just... There wasn't, but it just shows... Haven't, they, they, they've never... You know, they, look, 
yes, their job is football, but they've never really had to work in the professional world before. And that's one of the criticisms that, about a lot of footballers wow. these days is that they just kind of don't get it. They all get club never... polos, they all get yeah, shirts, yeah. ties, yeah. whatever. I'm not saying there should have been a suit and tie an event, but at least put a pair of jeans on and a collared shirt. It's not. It's yeah. that. That's the very least of it. We know in our job that the truth is about perception. It, it's it's about the imputation when we're talking um, about our game. It's about perception, and for that to be perceived by the community. And the other perception is the clubs don't um, get them. Hey guys, I'm hoping they're going to get some feedback today, tomorrow from their clubs. Going, guys, um, why don't you dress up a little bit? Mm. Um, and, and there's no discipline coming down the line from the clubs, obviously. There's, and there's, it's, it's a thumbing of the nose to the community of rugby league. That's the way I feel, yeah, and that's and the perception. If, if you want to if you want to go ask for a pay rise, yeah, fair enough. Maybe just put, put on a button-up shirt, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not going to kill anyone. Um, look, anyway, let's get into the, the games. So um, Thursday night is the Broncos taking on the Eels. This will, be, this will actually be a pretty entertaining game, I think. Um, I really like the way the Broncos play. Um, I... I Personally, don't really like watching the Eels. I find them a bit boring, but um, I look. I'll, I'll go Broncos. Yeah, this is a big game. This is a big game in terms of a whole heap of things. But top four rests on this game. If Parramatta can win this game, they can. They're still a chance of top four. So, and Broncos. You know, if they want a home final, you know, it, the Roosters have a terrible record against Brisbane at Suncorp. So, Brisbane getting the home final, finishing second, is massive for them as well. So, yeah, this, is a, this is a big game for them to finish to play the Roosters week one. If they lose this, you know, and, and all possibilities come into play. But they play the Cowboys in the last round. So, you think they'd finish if they lose? They finish on thirty six. But Parramatta, you know. They've been unimpressive the last few weeks, and losing Bevan French and Manu Manu yeah. to suspension, I think they're just. I think they're a bit like Manly in the sense where they've just lost too many players with the Guthersons, and I think they've just. They've done pretty well to cover for the. I think they've reached. Yeah. Although I'm, I will maybe talk about it. You know, we we'll talk about other games, but I think they'll sneak into fifth and they'll play the Cowboys or the Seagulls, who are just splattering to the finals yeah. anyway. So they might win their first semi, but you know, I think Brisbane too much class here. Yeah. Yeah, um, hang on, guys. Hear that? Um, that was me getting off my high horse after that oh. diatribe from the uh, from the dress sense. <laughs> so sorry. Um, now Broncos Eels. Um, yeah, Bevan French out. Um, Parramatta. I'm going to be quite succinct today. Parramatta won't match it with them. Broncos have continued to surprise me, and um, yeah, I just I'll probably jump on them this week and they'll go down. But um, you can't go against the Bronx. Yeah, I, I really like them. I've said it all year. I think they're an underrated team. A lot of a few people even were picking them not to make the eight this year, which I think is outrageous, given that the NRL clearly wants the Broncos to succeed and probably gives them a few a few um, a few unfair advantages to, to do so. Ben Hunter Hooker's been good for them. Yeah, he's been he, fantastic. He's been, yeah. Yeah, I thought they'd struggle with that McCulloch, but well, yeah. Cody Nicarima is a pretty pretty good player. I think that yeah, I think that um, it, they've really found someone in him. And I mean, Milford, obviously they knew they had him, but and Milford has Milford starting to come. Milford played well the other night, so Mil- Milford's their X factor. If he can come back and he can play like he hasn't been playing like he did when he used to play for Canberra, if he can find that X factor, I think they've got the forwards to, to do something this year. They're yeah. both very dangerous players, yeah, and I think they're going to cause a lot of headaches in the finals. And, and you can't tell me Mary McGregor's not keeping an eye on what Ben Hunt's doing. Yeah, up there. well, yeah, well, the Dragons really be, interesting. Well, he brought him as a halfback, so. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so look, uh, the two teams that probably won't be playing, well, certainly one won't be playing in the finals, uh, Raiders-Knights. I was pretty um, pretty devastated listening to the Raiders on the radio as I drove back from Canberra. I, I couldn't watch the game um, because I had to get back to Sydney. But um, look, they, they just went down. But I mean, that's, that's the story of their season, you know. 
close but but not far enough. So I think they'll probably beat the Knights, having said that. But, uh, yeah, it's a shame for the Raiders. Raiders will win. They were really disappointing in the first half against Penrith. They they had a lot of ball in the second half and they came back and there was a time there they had about three or four sets in a row against Panthers. They should have gone in. Um, I think they were ahead by two at the time from memory. And um, they should have gone in and, and, and sealed the deal, but um, then they let that late try or semi-late try by Tyrone uh, May. And May yeah. yeah. So, um, look, Raiders are an outside chance, 50 to 1 chance. Well, yeah, they win both and the other of... teams lose both. Um, there's still a chance. So they've got something to play for, Raiders, for me. Yeah, I think Raiders, yeah, obviously, just Raiders. I think there's, there's, They've been disappointed this year, Canberra. But, you know, if they win, I don't know. I've, Cowboys and Seagulls, they're just splattering to the Oh, yeah. They're, so, I mean, yeah, the Seagulls losing to the, the Bulldogs, really. They I don't, Canberra don't deserve to make, to make it, let's put it that way. Yeah. So they I, should, they should yeah, win Newcastle. I, I hate to say that, but, yeah, I, I think you're right. They, they don't deserve to make it. Um, also, Newcastle's got Nathan Ross back, which is good news. Um, but they've also lost Brock Lamb, who's, I think, has been, yeah, been yeah. playing pretty well for them after that. Yeah. After you had that shocker up at um, Belmore a few that's weeks right. ago. Um, so, look, moving on. So, that's the Friday, first Friday night game. The second Friday night game, which will pro- potentially have um, some finals implications, um, is the Tigers and the Cowboys. So, to, look, the Cowboys, they're missing a lot of troops. We've been saying that all year, and they're missing even more. Um if the Tigers can, and they're even odds, if the Tigers can take them down, that makes things really interesting because the, both the Dragons and the Raiders would have a fair income chance heading into the final round, depending on... Obviously, the Raiders have to win both, but the Dragons only have to win one of two. The Dragons have got a great points differential, so if they finish on the same number of points as any team in the in the eight, at this stage, they'll make it in. So, um, look, I, I... Look, I want to say the Cowboys will win because they've been resilient all year, and the Tigers... Have improved in recent weeks, but probably not enough. Um, you know, not enough to convince me they're a great team. Um, so look, I think yeah, I was a bit, a bit on the fence Jesus here, but I think you are, mate. Come on, you helped you dumped it. You're gonna fall off the wall. So in a I was just trying to set the scene, I suppose. Right. But look, I'll go the Cowboys. But I guess what I'm saying is it wouldn't surprise me if the Tigers won because they have been in good form lately, and the Cowboys. You just don't know how how many times they can keep picking themselves up after having injuries. Yeah, I think yeah, I. James Tedesco, yeah, he's single-handedly trying. He's bringing this this West Tigers team into some good form at the back end of the year. You know, they played a bit of gridiron. And it's such a shame that he's he's leaving. Now yeah, they played a bit of gridiron against the Roosters did, to, yeah, to get him into contention. Know. But you know, the Cowboys. You know, I, I, I they should win the. I, I just hope they the Cowboys win. Yeah, they've had so much luck. Michael Morgan has been the great. Form. He's been outstanding. Yeah, I think he single-handedly along with Tamalolo can get him along across the line this one. Although. As you said, it wouldn't surprise me if the Tigers win, but I think the Cowboys, yeah, a dollar ninety each on sports bet. I think it's a, it's good. Um, I think that's about right. I think it's um, the Cowboys because the Cowboys had a couple of injuries again in the in the. They've just had some, yeah, like it's it's unreal how many injuries they get. They've got Gavin oh, Cooper back on the on the extended bench. So hopefully they get him back. They're missing Coot. Um, Pongi couldn't hold his left arm. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't was, know what he, he was, was doing. Gone. They kept Why him out there. They kept him out there for a good ten or fifteen minutes till half time. I just don't. I just don't. I, I you know. West Tigers be gritty like they have been in before. I think, you know, but I think the Cowboys too much to play for. Surely, if they win, they're in the eight. So, yeah, I agree. Um, Cooper and Coote have been spoken about as as possibles to start. Um, I see Fensom's back, so they've got a few troops back. Um, Morgan went off for another HIA last yeah. week, mm. so I'm hoping he's it's almost okay. getting to the stage where they should probably rest. 
probably he, rest him for a couple they, of weeks. They, if he were a boxer, he wouldn't he wouldn't be fighting. Mm. Um, but I would think just looking at the teams, Mano Omeno, uh, you'd have to go Cowboys. Uh, so look, moving on to the Saturday game, uh, it's the the Titans taking on the Dogs. The Titans um, are favourites. It's up at up on the Gold Coast. Um, thoughts, guys? Boy, oh boy. Yeah, where do you go? Look, I'm going the Titans. I don't think the, the dogs were... <laughs> God, how did the dogs win last week? Um, um, I, I think the Titans... I can't imagine the dogs will put two in a row. So mm. that's one side. And I think this... Um, often the team um, under, under pressure and um, under the scope of the media um, comes out the following week. And the Titans... Geez, if they can't band together as a band of brothers, the 17 of them this week, um, they won't. Um, will Jared Hayne have a big game? God yeah, knows. He better have a blinder. <laughs> but um, I think as 17, they'll come out and they'll beat the dogs and, and probably do it pretty comfortably, I reckon. You reckon I'm going to go to the dogs? I yeah, reckon yeah, they, were, yeah. they were impressive last week. I think they were, you know, the Morris boys looked like they, you know, they were 21 again. Yeah, they had, you know, they, they looked. They looked, I don't know, something about, you know, Will Hoppawati set up a few tries. They looked, their attacking game looked to be on song. And I, I just don't know. I just, I think the Titans just waiting for the end of the year now. I think they'll just, you know, they haven't been in good form. You know, I'm, I noticed Ryan James. I'm He's out. He's out. Yeah, He's Ryan out. James is out. It's a big one. You know, and, you know, who knows if Hayne will play. But, you know, I just... I think, you know, a lot of Bulldogs guys are playing for contracts now, so I think that's a big incentive for them. So yeah, I'm going to go the Bulldogs I'm as going well. to go the Bulldogs. I, I, think, I, I, I like that price as well. I think it's a good yeah, price good for them. Yeah, good price. Yeah, well, we'll see. I think the coaching factor, just Des, Des Hasler's, you know, the, the Bulldogs have had a bad year. So have the Titans, but the Bulldogs have had a really bad year by their standards. Des, um, you know, Des, if you sort of believe some of the um, media, he's also potentially, you know, not playing, but coaching for, a, for another contract. Um I, I, you know, I think the, the the dogs will be pretty desperate to, to finish the season gentlemen. well. Yeah, and like you said, you know, money is the biggest motivator for a lot of these guys. If they're playing for contracts, they want to be playing well. Um, if you you cast an eye over that dog team, there's quite a few guys that could potentially not be there next year. So, I think a lot of those guys would be willing to prove that they're um, you know, NRL material for next year. Uh, so let's move on to Saturday, 5.30. It's the Storm taking on the Rabbitohs. I think this is a pretty open shut case, guys. The Storm will, will beat the Rabbitohs. It's just a question of by how much. Rabbitohs have never won in Melbourne. Really? So They've I been awfully close the last few years. Yeah, I think last year, was it? They had um, they were very close. So. Um, but I think that tradition will continue and Storm for me. Yeah, Storm. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, there, I think they will in one in this game or next game. There'll be a game where they, you know, they slightly click off. You know, but I think they're getting the. Will they get the minor premiership shield presented to them this week or will it be next week? Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, know. I think. Yeah, I don't know. They'll sure. be. You know, but I think we're talking about it for. I just don't see. It. You look at the across the Melbourne team. There is not one weakness, and they're just yeah. straight. Yeah, like Toe Harris is coming off. Asafa Solomonio on the bench. Tim Glasby's returning. They've even got Nate Miles and Robbie Rocco in for a bit of experience off the bench. They're not even in the seventeen. Yeah, I did, you look at their team. You know, I was really impressed with um, some of the you know the lesser likes. You know, they get against Newcastle. It wasn't the you know Cronk wasn't there. Slater didn't have his best game, and Smith wasn't really you know prominent in that Newcastle game. But yet they still won by thirty. So yeah, it yeah. just shows you know that they don't they don't need those guys to form. But in the big games, they'll be too strong. 
Yeah, look, the Rabbitohs are also missing Alex Johnson. He's he's out. Um, so Bryson Goodwin's moving to. Can he back. hold on to? Yeah, I think he's got a three try lead or two try lead over Vunivalu for leading try scorer. So oh, that could be. I think three. Week. It'll be three try. I think it's three tries. So Vunivalu will be keen to. Yeah. I'm actually surprised at that. I would have thought Vunivalu was was out by a mile. He's no, Alex Johnson scored a hat trick last week. I think he scored maybe six tries in the last three weeks. Yeah, Johnson. Right. So yeah, he's um yeah. Um, all right, so moving on, um, this will be a good game. Is the Sharks for the Roosters? Um, just speaking of scheduling, I think if I'm right, this will be on Channel Nine, and it's just game of the round. It absolutely should be on Channel Nine, and good on them for getting this one, um, guys. I'm interested to hear your thoughts. The, the Roosters sort of just got home against the the Tigers. The Tigers really um, pushed them to the edge. Um, what do we think? Oh, the you know. I, Frustration is the word that comes to mind when I think of these two teams. Yeah, on their day, both teams can you know contend, and they are you know their parents to I think the third and fourth spot in the ladder. But you know they need to put together a full eighty minutes. Both teams this year just drift in and out, in and out of games. It's so frustrating. Um, the Roosters, yeah, in the last I think the, the last three times they played Cronulla have been flogged. Mm. Um, I, I've got a big question mark on Madison and Orbison in the centres for the Roosters. Um, it got exposed last week, but there's just no speed out there. Um, I don't know what they plan to do. I'm not sure when Daniel Tupo's due back, but I think they need to... You know, Joseph Manu played earlier in the year. I think they, they need some speed out there. I wouldn't be surprised if he, he plays. Um, for me, I think the Roosters have more points in them, and I think they will target James Maloney defensively. Um, they could even shift. Maybe they could shift Blake Ferguson. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why Blake Ferguson plays in on the wing for the Roosters. I like think he's just uh, you know I think he's good on the high ball. He could bring the ball back. At, you know, I guess in the centres these days you don't get the ball a lot. Yeah. You know, you get more the more more ball on the wing. That's well, why Latron Mitchell's on the wing as well. Yeah, you know, it gives them a bit of strike out. You know, even though I think he plays in the centres, you know, attackingly, um, in, in attack. But you know, I think look at the Roosters' outfit. You know, if they can reproduce what they did against the Storm two weeks ago, I think they'll win. Um, for Cronulla, yeah, it's all about for Fafida and yeah, isn't, that, isn't that weird for the Roosters? Push the storm and, what, go down by a couple of points? But it's one of those games yeah. where you're up 16-0, you know, they're, they're, yeah. they're all thinking about this game, you know, from the 20-minute yeah, mark probably. last week. So, yeah, Jaden Braley's back, you know, they, they, look, if they look good, Cronulla, with Jaden Braley back. But it's going to be tight, you know, I, I don't know, flick of the coin, but I'm going to go with the Roosters. This is a flick of the coin. If, if Sharks beat them by six points by a converted try, they move into third. Yeah, right. They bounce above them, um, above the Roosters. And, and I figure you don't want to finish fourth. Um, so you have to play you, Melbourne. You have to play Melbourne in yeah. Melbourne. So, and then you're coming off a loss, playing one of the teams coming up who have just won one in the next round. Jeez, I, I wouldn't want to be finishing fourth. So with that in mind, I, I, I agree with you. That centre pairing worries me. Now, does do centre pairings win or lose matches? Uh, not often, but it just doesn't look right. And I there's think no speed. there's no speed. There's no speed. There's no speed. There's no speed. Guys it's really weird because um, Ryan Madison wasn't outside back. They put so much work into him being a forward this year, and then all of a sudden, with three rounds to go, they said, "Oh, listen, go out in the centres and mark the." the well, it could guy. just be he's a young guy and he he started out in the centres because he's a bit yeah. smaller. They've and had now, a lot. Yeah, you know, they'll be kicking themselves down. They Kenny go, Kenny Dalgo, you know, mid season. I, I, I just think it cuts the options of the Roosters down. You know, it it, it makes them. You know, Latrell Mitchell, Blake Ferguson, really important. The inside builder, Michael Gordon, really important. And their forwards. Mm-hmm. Now, if they can, and Cronulla would know that, and I think Cronulla have more options, and probably you say that Roosters have some points in them, I think maybe Sharks have a few more. So I'll go Sharks at home. Yeah, I agree. 
Um, I, I think this is another coin toss match. It'll be, be a cracker. Um, and yeah, look, I, I think Sharks will probably be a little bit too good for them, but you know, wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me either way. Um, Kurt Capewell and Ricky Latellia are in the centres for the Sharks as well, so they're not you know not not household names I suppose, but they've probably got a little bit more experience there than no, than but Madison they're centres, aren't they? And they got yeah. speed, yeah. and they got speed. Um, so look, we'll move on to the Warriors v the Seagulls. Um, I think this is probably another open shut one. I, there's no way you could any of us could tip the Warriors. They're not they're not a good team. I know the Seagulls lost last week, and they, it's a game they should have won. But I, this is another game that they should win, and I think they will. Oh, there's no open and shut case when you talk Manly. I don't know. I'm being so disappointed in Manly. They go to Leichhardt. Yeah, well, I mean, having said that, they, they go do to, have to travel over there. They go to Leichhardt, and they, you know, they're leading at Leichhardt, and they let they let the Tigers come back in. And then they had the Bulldogs that have to a good start last week, and they Manly bounced back and scored two tries in that first half. And then they they just got run over the top by a team who I hasn't think, scored yeah. tries all year. I think Manly's... I think it's one of these things. I said at the start of the season, I think Manly will go all right until they start getting injuries, and they've had a few injuries um, over the over the season and, and a couple more of late, and I think it's starting to catch up with them. Well, you're talking about finishing fourth um, and not wanting to finish fourth. It, it might be a blessing in disguise to finish fifth because you're going to get to play Manly or the a depleted Manly or Cowboys team, or maybe a Dragons or Raiders, and you're going to have made. the and you're going to have the advantage of you're going to be playing Green and away. But if you're the Sharks or the Roosters, you've got to play you know, at, at Allianz or ANZ anyway. So if, if you finish fourth, would you rather go to Melbourne and get smashed by the Storm, or finish fifth and have a good win and go into that second week? So you're might, saying if the Sharks lose this weekend, they should take a dive next weekend? Well, it might be blessing the sky <laughs> to finish fifth. I don't know. The Warriors got Sean Johnson back. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. Paul never tips the Warriors, so you're not going to tip the Warriors, and, oh, and I can't tip the Warriors either. But I wouldn't say it's a you know I, I'm just been so disappointed in Manly. Oh look, I'd say it's a foregone conclusion. I've had the brother-in-law from Auckland over in the last week. He tells me in his thoughts, he's an Aucklander boy. He tells me the belief is you make the Warriors team in the NRL and you've done your job. That's the belief. Yeah, right. In the team, in that squad. So there's no aspirations of making the semis or indeed the, the grand final. It's just, I've done my job, I'm in the NRL. And for their family, for their whanau, um, that's what they believe. Now, so they should bring the All Blacks and just uh, oh, mate, ring the All Blacks and tell them. Oh, yeah, they've got to do something because their attitude is awful. I'm not backing the Warriors ever again. Um, certainly not this year, Eagles for me. Yeah, I think look when you look at it, the, there's no reward in the like in some sporting codes for, for finishing poorly in the NRL. There's there's only good things. You want to finish in the eight and show to prospective, um, you know, recruits for next year that you're doing well. And with that said, Seagulls need to win to get into the eight. They probably will get into the eight anyway, but they they'd want to definitely win and, and make sure of it. So I think they'll you know when times are tough, they'll be able to dig dig a bit deeper and get in there. Um, and the Warriors will just say you know whatever like. Our season's done, um, and then I think it's the final game. Is this is a, you know, this is going to be a good one? The Panthers and the Dragons, um, because obviously this has a lot of finals implications. Um, this will be a cracker, and I'm I'm going to tip the Panthers. They've what a seven in a row, I think. Um, no, seven no, in yeah, a row. No teams. Right. No yeah. teams done that uh, this year apparently. So yeah. good on them. Um, they, I know we not a knock on them last week, but we were sort of saying that look, a couple of teams that they'd beaten in that streak weren't very good. Um, the Raiders were a team, you know, they're probably not the best team, but they're a team that definitely wanted to win. It was at home in Canberra, um, and the, the Panthers got over them, uh, you know, after surrendering a lead, and I think they'll be able to 
get the better of the Dragons. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think, sadly, the top eight will be decided. Although Matt Moylan is out. Matt, Matt Moylan is out. But, but Tyron um, May has been in pretty good form. He has. It's probably not, not that bad of a thing. Sadly, um, it'll be the end of the, the top eight debate after this game. Dragons will lose. I, I expect um, the the Eagles and, and the Cowboys to both win. So that should um, put the Raiders and the Dragons out. So, you know, we were talking about um, some dead games. I think we're headed for some dead games in round 26 because um, the Dragons have just been legless. Let's face it, they've, they've won three of ten uh, the last 10, and it's not good enough against a team going okay, going pretty well. Nathan Cleary running the show. Um, Peter Wallace is back. Um, they should win it, Panthers. Yep. Yeah. I want to say it's the worst seven-game winning streak in the history of the game. Yeah, good point. It's terrible. It's been, the, the teams have played, you know, even the Cam- you say yeah, that's not their fault. You know, I know, but you say they've been Canberra and Canberra. Canberra have been terrible all year. You know, they, they should have won. You know, Canberra's been underperforming all year. They've beat several teams. You know, I, I like the way St. George played against Brisbane. They're unla- they, they, they were gutsy, and I think Brisbane are showing the type of form that, you know, uh, the, you know Brisbane are showing good form, and St. George matched them for a good 50 or 60 minutes. They can, I, I like St. George here. I, I'm, going, I'm going St. George. Whoa. I think... I think I, you know, I haven't been a fan of St. George this year, but I think they've got, I think they've got enough to play for to know if they win. You know, and they, they towel them up in round one. Um, and I think they won't towel them up here, but I think they'll get the points again. Well, you just you want go. round 26 to remain alive, well, I, don't I, you? I think Canberra will fall by the wayside. So Canberra, they'll, Canberra will go. And they'll, you know, I think St. George... I'm gonna. That's my tip of the week. Oh, that's my that's my lock. Of of, that's my lock the of the Chris week. Ball lock, lock of the, of the week. week. That's my right. lock. Uh, well, look, it's hard to argue with your logic there. <laughs> um, and look, just just quickly, we were talking just before the um, the podcast about how maybe we the NRL season should be a little bit shorter um, because if look, if, obviously we saw last week that upsets definitely can happen. Um, if the games go as we think they should this week, there probably won't be any interesting games next week except maybe to determine. Where the, how people in the top eight finish? Maybe that you know. That, I know this is the final round of the AFL this week, and the NRL still got another week after that. Um, and the NRL starts before the AFL season as well. So the A- AFL's got uh, twenty three rounds. Um, the NRL's got twenty six. So maybe um, in the future they should think about um, shortening the schedule. But they won't because they, they won't. Won't too much money. <laughs> there's, from the games. there's too much money. And there's um, we, we could talk about next week. We we'll talk about tanking in the AFL. You know, there's a big game this week. You know, whoever finishes last gets a first draft. Yeah, pick. Well, exactly. It's um, that's yeah. one thing I am glad the NRL doesn't have actually. Is that I mean, there's there's pro there's a lot of pros and cons about the draft, and I know we've got to get out of here, but. Um, you know, it's one tank, tanking. Week. Yeah, tanking's not a not a good thing for any team, and and you see a lot of teams in, in sports like that, and you you know you kind of wonder, and it's pretty tough on the fans. So I'm glad the NRL doesn't have that, and, and they're all playing to to basically, if not win the competition this this year, play so they can set themselves up for future years. Uh, so guys, look, that's it. Um, thank you very much for listening. Please follow us on Facebook if you enjoyed the podcast. It's in the clear NRL podcast. Um, we post a lot of content from around the ACM network, which you probably wouldn't um, ordinarily see. There's some really good stuff that um, a lot of the local papers are producing. Um, so check us out on there. Thanks, guys. See Thanks, guys. guys.